Okay, so we're live. So hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Big Lap. My name is Paolo, your host. And for today, we have a very special guest. He is actually a friend of a past guest on the podcast before. So please welcome for the very first time, John. Hey, John. Hello. Hi. So, hi John, everyone. So yeah, um, since you're new, you know, I, usually I tell my guests to give like a very short intro about themselves, anything they want to say. So, you know, so that our, you know, our listeners get to know you better. So yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, then I guess work to, I'm a, I, I guess, a product manager, uh, okay. services, part-time philosopher, part-time psychologist in... Part-time like, philosopher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's something that I enjoy, like, okay. uh, starting, I guess, college. So, part-time uh, anime enthusiast, so... Uh, I guess that about sums it up. Okay, so actually, you know, um, the, so the guest that uh, for our viewers now uh, is Mikey Liwag. I think he was season three or two. I, I can't remember which season Mikey is in. Actually, this is the fourth season already, John. Uh, and uh, actually, before we used to have so many episodes. I think season three we had I think fifty episodes in one year, so it was a bit crazy. <laughs> yeah, if, if not more than 50, but now I just try to do it like once a month because of the burnout. It's crazy. Like sometimes I have two episodes in a week. I, I uh, just imagine. Yeah, so yeah, so Mikey is uh, John's friend for everyone. And he did tell me you're into anime. So I want to ask you something. So I'm not, okay, so I'm going to be honest with you. Like I do watch some anime and some of them people don't consider anime. It's more of inspired i guess or like they mean something like that because i guess when you say anime it really has to come from japan i think that's one thing about it right like the one piece um naruto uh say sailor moon considered shouldn't it be considered i i think i think well, it, it is right i consider it one yeah <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i mean as a kid my favorite anime was akazuka and chacha i'm not really sure if you know that one i know that yeah, classic. Like, classic. You know, I know, I know, I know. Classic, classic. Right? Preschool yeah. days, like, for me, I would it's, watch it. It's up there. It's the, up. Yeah, right? With the boy wearing blue, he's, like, some sort of magician. Yeah. And the boy in green who turns into, like, some sort of wolf. Right? Then she has, like, a giant protector, right? Like, her version of Hagrid or something. Yeah, so that. Then I used to watch Curious Play, a fu, Fushiyugi. Fu... fu I, I know that, but I didn't. Yeah, something like that. So, like, what yeah. anime are you are you into? Oh, um, now? Like, yeah, yeah, like, what's something that you're really following right now that you're, like, you know, oh. look forward to every episode? Uh, just Jujutsu Kaisen and uh, Spy X Family. So, those are my, like, down downtime uh, relaxation towards the weekend. So, I'm going to be honest with you. I am not very familiar with those. Like, okay. Okay. So I had this ex who's who was really into anime as well. Um, her favorite is Seven Deadly Sins. Ah, okay. That I know also about that. Yeah, Seven Deadly Sins. Then she liked this one. It's available on Netflix, but I don't know if it's like a Netflix exclusive or they just you know uploaded it on Netflix. But it's about this school. So it's like a school with rich kids. Okay. Then they love gambling. Like this is girl who's so good at gambling. A category one. Yeah, is that one of the ones you mentioned a while ago? I know. No, but, yeah, but, but there, that uh, one, like, she, she was so... So okay. I watched that. I haven't finished it. I, I don't know if it's still ongoing. So, sorry, what are the two animes you mentioned a while ago? 
Jujutsu Kaisen and Spy X family. Okay, so let's start with the Jujutsu Kaisen. So, like, what's the story? Like, what is it about exactly? Uh, it's more of a. Uh, so there's this guy, Itadori Yuji, that like. Uh, he has this capability to be able to like contain a. It's it's the finger of a like cursed uh, demon sorcerer. Okay. Uh, so that's Sukuna. So he's a like bad guy of sorts. So basically, he um uh he swallowed the finger and then it starts off from there. So so he's supposed to be killed, but it's put on hold since like he's. Uh, so, since the finger, the artifact thing, is a very dangerous thing, so yeah, uh, two two options: either kill them or uh, uh, don't kill Yuji. So yeah. the council of like sorcerer people like said, "Oh, let's kill him." Yeah, Goju said no. So basically, it starts off from there. So, parang like the uh, a lot of things happen afterwards. Yeah. So I okay. So the, so the guy. the main the main um, character of the show is already a villain, basically. Is uh, he? Or more no, of an anti-hero. Uh, more of a. I would say like an accidental hero, just because of the circumstance. Uh, because he, he swallowed the finger. I, yeah. So I, that at least that's my take. Go on. Okay. That. That, that, that's quite you know the, the one thing I have to say about anime is especially these shows they usually have very unique um uh what do you call that uh synopsis or, or stories to tell like I have to give it to to these you know different studios like there's this other one that my ex liked I just can't remember the name where it's like these two gamers are like kids they got into like the gaming world and they're stuck there so they have to play like different games against like different kingdoms or, or, or something oh, like that sounds like no game no life Right. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, see, I so, just tell you the synopsis and you I'm, just figure I'm it out. Out right now. <laughs> Maybe I can just, you know, check the, the list of things we watch. I'm just kidding. No, but, uh, <laughs> but I have to give it to, to the Japanese. And sorry, the other one is called um, something family. So, sorry, was it? SPYX family. Oh, yeah, sorry. So what one, what's that one about? Oh, um, so the premise is you have... Um, so there's this spy, Lloyd, and his okay. main goal is to uh, infiltrate or like get to be close with this like high-ranking government official. But he can't do so directly. So that's why the roundabout way to be able to get close to that person would be to set up a family so that okay. uh, the kid can enter uh, the uh an exclusive school where the mm -hmm. son, the high-ranking official, also goes to. So that's yeah. the way. So this spy now sets up a family. So by sheer chance, the uh, mother that he chose to be his wife, uh, although on a purely um, professional way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they just had an agreement that okay, I I need a wife, uh, I need a husband. So the interest of the wife here is your. Uh, that's her name. So. Uh, her interest is so she's an assassin by trade. She's an assassin. Okay. So she also needs a, a family to not get her cover blown. So just to be able to blend in with the normal people. But do they work in the same like 
No, no. No, they don't. Okay. They don't know. They don't know. So the Lloyd, the spy, doesn't know that Yor is an assassin, and Yor doesn't know that Lloyd is a spy. So that's the that's the first layer to it. So you have a third, which uh, I guess from a like show perspective also puts on like the comedic aspect to it. So the third, so for you to be able to complete the family would be uh, Anya, the daughter. So the yeah. twist with Anya then would be she's a psychic. She can read minds. So therefore, she's the only person between in the family that knows that Yor is an assassin and then Lloyd is a, a spy. So that's the main premise of it. So you can just imagine the interaction. The, the that, that's pretty good, but question. Yeah. Okay, so, so the guy, the father, sets hmm. up this family. He, he discovers this woman hmm. who needs a husband, but he doesn't know that she's an assassin. Where did he get the kid? Um, actually, I don't know. I, I, I can't remember, but like, uh, uh, I think it was an adoption agency. Yeah, it was an adoption agency. Oh, adoption. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. yeah so on my end, uh, like what I mentioned, well, some of the animes I'm really into, which again, I'm not sure if, you know, for looking at like the purest perspective, it's considered. Um, so first one is Avatar. I super love that. Uh, uh, from from the, I, I don't really think it's considered right. It's more inspired, I guess, because it's not Japanese. But still, I mean, I, I think it's a great show. Um, yeah, though, though I'm not really a purist, so like. <laughs> okay, but yeah, I mean, Avatar is awesome, right? I mean, the, yeah. I, I, I so the funny thing about me is, I watched Avatar very late in life, and when I say very late in life, I mean last year, uh, because when I when I was in high school that's when Avatar came out and I think college Legend of Korra was it give or take yeah. uh it took a while before it, it warmed up to me because when I was that young I was into other things uh-huh so you know my my office mates like you really have to watch Avatar so I was like okay I'll give it a shot watched it got you know obsessed finished it in like a week then waited a a few months before Legend of Korra came out, and I'm excited that they're making another one. Not the live action yet, but like another series where I think the Avatar is going to be a Earthbender, if I'm not mistaken, because Aang is wind. Yeah. Oh, no, is Korra Earth or is Korra? No, Korra's not Earth, right? No, she's. She wind. is. Water. She. No, she's not fire either. Wait, so, what are the three elements? Wind, fire, water, earth. land. So Ang is wind. I don't know what Korra is. Wait, what is Korra? Is she earth? I think she's water. I think. She's not fire. For sure she's not yeah, fire. I, I think she's water. I think. I think Korra is water. You're right. Yeah. So Ang is wind, Korra is water. The next one is earth. Yeah, correct. Because the last one would be the fire one. Yeah, right. So I'm excited for that one. Then I also got into um, the Castlevania anime show, the one on I Netflix. Watched. I haven't watched oh, that. Have you played Castlevania, the game, though? Uh, I, I, I did once, but I didn't get into it. I didn't. Like, okay. I was bad at, like, uh, the mechanic of the game <laughs> those kinds of games it, yeah. it's a difficult game i mean no but you know I, I think if i could recommend you should definitely see it um because i was like it again i wasn't good at castlevania either but it was just fun to just mm. lose i guess <laughs> because i wasn't good <laughs> at it but the, the show was pretty good then they did a sequel show which is also based on a sequel game so that's another one 
Then another Netflix I enjoyed is Blood of Zeus. So that's more of Greek mythology, but in anime format. Hmm. So th- th- those are the, the ones I usually watch, but I'm more into the films actually for anime. So of course, Studio Ghibli easily. But like, I'm also into, have you seen Paprika? I did, I did, a long time ago. Long, long time, time ago, right? Like before Inception ago. came out, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> right, Br- brilliant, brilliant. But I don't, okay, so I just wanted to find Christopher Nolan. I don't think he plagiarized because the idea in itself is very common, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, there, I just want to say that. Then, okay, so Paprika, have you seen um, Tokyo Godfathers? I have, I didn't watch it, but I've heard of it. Right? Oh, that was, I, I, I mean, I, I personally thought that was pretty good. Uh, then I also like um, something blue. Um, it's about that girl who's like an actress who's depressed. Ah, uh, deep, ah, uh, wait. Uh, was it deep blue? I'm not sure, but like. Something blue. I, yeah, I, something I, blue. That was the, that was also. That's the one. So I, the... Like, I got into like the film aspect of it more than oh. more than the show, which is also. Sorry, are you into graphic novels as well? I know. Oh well, no. <laughs> oh, you're not. Okay, because like me when I was younger, I hated like the idea of like you, you know how graphic novels usually they're like by parts, right? Like first book, second book, third book, yeah. etc. Like with Harry Potter, for example. Okay, let's just use <laughs> Harry Potter. Very common, right? Mm, yeah. I didn't buy any of the books until it finished. Ah, yes. oh, because see. I prefer buying the set. Got it, got it. Others, you hmm. know, because I just hate the idea that okay, like every year I read the book. Let's say book book one. I have to wait for how long? Then I get book two. Then whatever. Then, like when I watch shows as well, I wait for the season to be done before I watch it straight. Oh, yes. <laughs> No, but like, how, how are you? Are you more of like you need to watch it every week, or are you capable of just like chilling, waiting for it to be done, then you watch the season straight? I mean, how how do you do it? Um, I guess for me, I I, I can wait a bit, but like the downside of that is like I, sometimes I you, you can't remember as much what happened in the past, so you can you can't connect it fully. So yeah. So and when the memes come out, also right. <laughs> So okay, so you you watch those two animes, right? So the first one, uh, Kaiju something. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen. Then the second one is about the spy family. So like okay, so aside from anime, um, what kind of films do you watch in general? Um. No, no, no particular genre. Oh, no particular. But do you have like a favorite film of yours? Like maybe a top two, top three type movie. Film. Mm. Maybe an animated film if you want. I mean, I'm not sure if My Hero Academia has a film, but mm. can't think. Can't think of one. But I'm sure I, I have one. But like, I can't think. I of would it. be surprised if you didn't have one. But. <laughs> No, that's fine. Okay, but okay. How about this? So you're into, you know, you like anime. Um, what does the show need to have? Like, what elements does a, that an anime series need to have for you to get into it? Oh, um, I, I mean something deeper. I mean, don't say like stuff like good, you know, like good story, good cast, or I mean like more of like the elements of the story itself. Uh, uh. I guess if the 
initial criteria that I can think of is like if it's like novel enough, the the start of it. So either the the premise of it is interesting enough. So in particular, it's Fidelix family. It's an interesting premise. Like if yeah. I imagine what what would possibly happen if I like put all of these people together, like or the how a particular situation would develop. Um, can think of a particular example for it, but uh, so in general, just something that would be out of the ordinary, I guess. So that uh, yeah, sorry, I I really can't. That's okay. 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 How about this? Um, so okay. How about what's your favorite anime of all time? If you can think of just one, maybe top three in any order is okay. Particular ah uh, oh ah uh, one top of mind I I'd call Arcane but Arcane Arcane from I'd Netflix yeah that was really good Arcane's really nice that was really I, did, is there a season two I hope there is that was really good uh around November I think next year so. Next year, yeah. so we have to yeah. wait technically two years. I, I mean, know that 2024, so this coming year. Yeah, but I mean, like, wasn't the season like last year? No, oh, it it was a long was time. Was only ago. this year? It was farther. 2022. I'm not sure, but wait, let, let, let me Google that for us. Okay, yeah, but Arcane's pretty good. Okay, okay. Yeah, because uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, it was so. What do you call it? Ah, okay. So, uh, when the characters are round, by that I mean um, they're consistent. So, like, yeah. I guess, uh, what do you call it? So, th- by the way, it was 2021. So, we waited three years, basically. Damn. Okay. <laughs> so, it's a long wait. But, like, it's, it's really good. Like, the characters are well uh, developed. They each have their own motivations and drives for to be able to do something. And when they do things, it's consistent. Yeah. So like they're thrown a situation, they act in a certain manner because they are a certain way. So I guess that's a my criteria for like a good uh, show. So yeah. good characterization, well-rounded characters. Good writing. Yeah. You know, there's this film I saw before. It was called uh, Stranger Than Fiction. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Heard uh, of it. Yeah, so it's starring Will Ferrell as like this normal dude um, living his life. But then apparently his life is controlled by an author who lives in the same world as him. Oh, I I think I've watched this. I've only forgotten. I would be surprised <laughs> if you did it. I, I think I watched this, yeah. But, but because of that film, it opened my eyes about what good writing is. And because of that sh- that film, a lot of shows kind of got ruined for me because of what you just said. We're in, you know, good written characters who are consistent about who they are. You know what I mean? Like, for example, let's say, for example, um, let's say one of the characters is very OC. And let's say the show's not about this character overcoming yeah. their OCness, yeah. but they're just OC, you know, it's just, uh, you know, a shtick of theirs or whatever. Then suddenly they're not OC anymore. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, oh, why? Why Why did you get rid of it? Or why did you even introduce that in the first place and all that? But yeah, actually, Arcane is really good. I, I Actually, okay, so my ex made me watch it because she was in, kind of into ML in a way. Because it's uh, ML, right? Is it? Uh, it's 
Is it? It or Dota. Ah, League of Legends. So. Oh, sorry, yeah. lol. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. But but same 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 type. I mean, I same way to play, but yeah. Yeah, sorry, she's into LOL, my bad. So she's a Dota player. She, Yeah, she is a Dota player and a LOL player. So she's like, oh, let's watch this. I was like, okay, but I don't know any of the characters because I thought it was going to be more of like a fan service yeah. type show. So that's afraid of, you know, when there's those kinds of shows and you don't know anything, so you're just like... Yeah. But to be fair, it was really good, especially, what's even the crazy girl, the girl who became crazy in the end, like the little one? Uh, Powder then Geeks, yeah. Yeah, Powder was her first name, right? Then she yeah, became yeah. Like that for me, I have to agree with you really well how they wrote that from, you know, Powder being, you know, funny, bubbly, normal little girl to Jinx who became kind of crazy. Yeah. Right. Then who's the main girl again? What was her name? That the, the somewhat thief-ish girl? Oh, uh, why? Yeah, right? I mean, I, I mean, really, really well. Yeah, actually, no, good thing you brought up Barking because I, I completely, I mean, Forgotten in the sense that because there hasn't been a season two, oh, like, which sucks, by the way. Yeah, top tier. I I could like I was so well. My girlfriend and I were so enthralled by Arcane, basically. Yeah. Like, like we we locked up a video just like like breaking down some topics, and then it okay. pointed to uh, Echo, the one character there. Yeah. The only one without a. Uh, Without, at least the explanation of that video is he's the only one without the backstory, like a uh, recap when the there was an episode about that character. And it all all of the elements are consistent. Uh, Echo's role, at, le- at least the uh, hypothesis of that video, sure. uh, Echo is the present, like uh, going to cap. So like you would have uh, built over people, Jace and the others going to the future. Like they're yeah. fixated on the future. Uh, Vi and the others are fixated on the past. Yeah. But like Echo and his power is like rooted in the present. He's the only one that are held. He's the only one that in the film that's it, explicitly showing helping people in the present. Everybody's like just running around and stuff, having their own problems with it. Actually. He's the only one with the sanctuary for the tree. Yeah. When uh, Silco said, like, the air is too thick for us to be able to breathe, he's, he's, he's the one, like, like, providing the people with, like, the ability to be able to breathe in the yeah. office that's not breathable. So, like, mm-hmm. pretty, pretty nice. Yeah, they, yeah, they like, okay, so, you know, awesome that you brought that up. So, you know how um, in the past, you know, I guess more for the boomers, they, they believe that cartoons are really more for kids. Let's just be honest, anime, cartoons, or whatever. But actually, a lot of the deepest um, thoughts or the deepest beliefs or the most meaningful things actually do come from that format. Uh, like, okay, Arcane, you know, great. I mean, I, let's see what happens in season two. I hope they don't butcher it. <laughs> uh, because there's this other Netflix show that I love. It was called Kingdom, the, the Korean zombie one. Oh, I haven't like, watched Feudal it. Korea. Right, but then I, I felt that, okay, have you seen it, sorry? Not yet, not yet. Okay, but not to ruin anything. Mm-hmm. Season one, Masterpiece. You know that meme where there's like this horse drawing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Lord of the Rings, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. When it's Game of Thrones, it's like a kid-drawn horse. This one is like, since it's only two seasons so far, they're planning to make a third. The fir- Think of that meme, but the first part of the horse 
is painted by whoever master you want, whether it's Van Gogh, mm. whether it's Munch, or whoever, like, perfect. Yeah. The second one is drawn by a kid from Chili's. <laughs> season two was so bad. Like, I was so frustrated season two. Uh, but sorry, sorry, I got sidetracked with that one. But shout out to Kingdom season two, worst sequel ever. But uh, <laughs> no, so anyway, going back, I mean, like, when we look at anime and we look at... Um, animation i guess whether that's anime or american or european or wherever the different styles are this is where we get a lot of the meaningful stories from i guess the american i guess the american version of studio ghibli's pixar i mean arguably you could say that right mm. i mean inside out sorry you've seen pixar films obviously right yeah yeah, yeah. so like i mean pick okay what's your favorite okay like top of mind like when i asked you what's your favorite what's the first one that came to mind oh uh, i don't know uh I, I don't know why Coco, but Coco, so. Okay, I mean, no, that's fair. I mean, Coco's really good. Uh, but even that, y- y- you know, like, that evolved, right? I mean, Pixar started out with Toy Story, mm. which, let's just be honest, was very for kids. Yeah. Nothing yet very deep, Toy Story 1 meaning, right? But Toy Story 2 kind of became deep, Toy Story 3, then 4. I think there's going to be a fifth, I think, or something like that. I mean, that's the plan. Then you have films like Coco, which is very cultural, then my personal one is Soul. I, I'm not sure if you saw that one. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. That was pretty cool oh. too, right? I mean, about Dang. purpose, how to yeah. live. That was, that was. Right? That was really nice. That was pretty good. Uh, I mean, that's where you get really like the complex kind mm. of stories. Right? So, like, okay. So, there's this um, film that I saw. It, it, it's very Studio Ghibli inspired. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you've seen it. But it's called the Red Turtle. No. Oh. Okay. So animation style. I think it's made by a Japanese um studio. I'm I'm I, I could be wrong. But it's one hour and thirty minutes. Colorful film, you know, filled with color drawings, but it's silent. Okay. So it's about a guy who got stuck in an island. No one talks. All you hear is like the sound of the waves, maybe the rustling of the leaves, the trees um the water things like that it's about a guy who's stuck in an island and he always sees a red turtle okay it's an hour and 30 minutes so it really reminds me of this um and okay it reminds me of this book but not because the story is the same but more of the simplicity of the story is the same if that makes sense like different synopsis, but the way it was well for the for the film, how it was filmed, and for the book, how it was written. Um, the Old Man in the Sea by Hemingway. I'm not sure if you you know that book. I I know, but I haven't read it. Okay, yeah. So I, I won't ruin it. I I mean, it's a pretty good book, but it's very simple. I mean, like the synopsis. I told you, right? It's just a guy in an island who sees a red turtle. He's stuck there. That's basically it. Hmm. Uh, old Man in the Sea is basically about this old fisherman who's been wanting to capture a glorious swordfish, like a huge one that he could sell. Because, mm. you know, when you're in a fishing village, the bigger the fish you catch, the more glory you get. It's like, oh, you're such a great fisherman. So for him, he never had that opportunity. So him and this young boy, who's like his assistant, they go to his fishing boat, and they see a swordfish that he wants to capture. Mm. So that's basically the synopsis of the book. So very simplistic, right? There's not really about like countries battling or leaders wanting whatever hmm. but it's more about um the simplicity of being human so the guy in the island wants to survive 
simplicity of being. The yes. guy uh, on the island wants to survive, while the old fisherman or the old man in the sea wants glory. Mm, okay. So, so something, something like that, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, so, uh, two more films pointing to like something deeper. So yeah, like okay, sure. like for you, like what's a film that you felt was very deep, but people didn't think it was deep. Uh, deep film. Again, nothing comes to mind. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. But okay, how about this? Like, what's a film that you saw that you felt was so deep that for you it, was, it asked you a lot of questions? You don't have to like it. You didn't think. You don't have to think it's a good film, but at least it asks questions. Yeah, so something like that. Um, I think I don't remember it anymore, but I'm pretty sure that happened with me with Soul. Because like, I only remember the reaction to it now, but like I don't remember what I thought of when I watched it. So okay, I guess if that makes sense. Um, well, that does make sense. I, I mean, I, I've seen films like what like you mentioned, where you remember how you felt, but not the story. But, uh, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, it's like the, for example, the one of my ex that, sorry, what was the No Game, No Land or something? The one about the two game? Yeah, No Game, No Life. No Life, yeah, sorry, like that one. I mean, I don't remember much about it, except for two gamers and <laughs> the gaming world. Oh, by the way, okay, so I'm not sure if you know this film, but there's this, it's one of my favorite films, actually. And I think, uh, because of course I have a bunch of friends who are into film, and every time I mention that I really like this film, they kind of minus points from me <laughs> because I say I like it. Um, it's called The Fountain. Have you heard of it or have you seen it? No. Okay, so it's starring um, Hugh Jackman and Rachel Weiss, mm -hmm. and it's basically about... Um, so Hugh Jackman's character, he's like some sort of doctor or scientist, and his wife or his lover, Rachel Weisz, is dying of cancer. It's basically about their love story and their love, but at different points in time. Okay. So there's one wherein Rachel Weisz was like this queen of Spain and he was some conquistador. Then there's one wherein it's in the present and one in the future. So that's, that's a pretty good... Are you into like sci-fi films? Like, do you like sci-fi or or something like that? Oh, uh, yeah, it's interesting. But like, I I I I put still the um how interesting it would be rather than the like what the environment or the setup or type is. Like, so okay, I don't really mind if it's sci-fi or not sci-fi. Just films. Oh, it's interesting. Okay, so like, okay, how about this? Like, what's a film that you thought was really deep? Really deep film? Any, like, it, it doesn't matter what genre, what, um... Only thing I can... The only thing I can think of right now is, like, a book that I've read. A book, that... sure, okay, let, let's do the book. All right, what, what um, book is it? So, two come to mind, like... Sure. Um, uh, Siddhartha, uh... So, so I love Siddhartha. That's it's a really nice book. It's a really good, very, very it's underrated. Really nice book. Like, yeah, yeah, Herman yeah. So like, when I because I read it during 
uh, high school. Yeah, so like yeah, same, same, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So around uh, it was uh, it was on doy, like literally it was on doy. I remember that I was I was reading it. So I think I was in a room, and then it was on doy. We were somewhere, uh, like because like our house got inundated, so we had to move somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a neighbor's house. And then, like, I was just there. I was reading the book. And then, like, after I read it, like, I vividly remember, like, I was like, oh, dang. Like, uh, like I, I even wrote, like, uh, what do you call this? Like, a post thing. Okay. Uh, so just to be able to, like, list down my thoughts about it. So, like, uh, what I can remember is, like, the conclusion that I had then was uh, at least one of it was like the past, present, and future is all one. It's just all one. When it's just it, uh, I I guess it like it makes me feel good that um thinking that whatever the thing that you aspire to for uh like it it's already rooted in the now it's already you're already part of that like i don't know like trail like river yeah. so just that big thought it, yeah but that was a really nice book that was a really nice it's a really good book i, I think it's very very um underappreciated okay before we get to your second book <laughs> Um, because always in high school, we were required to read books, right? Like certain books. So what is a book that you read that you really hated in high school? Hated? Oh. I have like two in mind, but I'll, I'll let you go first. Oh. Um, <laughs> the top of mind was like... Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no limitang herin. Like, I, what? I, I didn't know how to under, how to go about understanding it. That's why I hated it. Okay. I, I don't know. For like... Like when I read it, what was it for? Like the uh, aside from it being a requirement, like what was the purpose? Yeah. So oh, what was the purpose for it? Like what key ideas am I supposed to take in and then should apply? So I didn't get that. So that's why I disliked it. Okay. So my <laughs> answer should be um, I really hated Catcher in the Rye. Oh, we weren't required to read that. You're either. so lucky because, you know, <laughs> okay, so like everyone makes a big deal about catching like it's such a great book and whatever. And maybe if it didn't have that kind of um, hype, I would think it's okay. Hmm. But I wouldn't say it's like such a, like, oh my God, Catcher in the Rye is such an amazing book. Because it's just basically an emo kid going through emo things and he returns home. That, that's basically it. <laughs> that's all I got from it. Uh, the another book that I really hated just because I felt the story was so weak was The Island of the Blue Dolphins. I don't, I, I don't know if you read that. Don't no. bother. Just don't. <laughs> Honestly, no. Such a bad book. <laughs> I, I hated those two books. Like, God, like, what was the purpose of? Uh, but yeah, okay. So what was your second book? So Siddhartha, great book. Very underrated for me. Underappreciated by Herman S. Then what's the second book? Man's Search for Meaning, Victor Frankl. Okay. Why? Why? Okay, I'm just, I'm just curious. All right. Uh, so it's 
it's a bit weird. So like how I read that book really is like I was in the library and I was just walking and then like I just took it out of the shelf and that's it. Like I read it. Like it uh what do you call it? It it gave me I think like this college. So like um I guess more of an identity searching phase. So like yeah. or what where are you in the world? So like I guess gave me that, so uh, that will to meaning is something I guess that I can um, believe in. So like I, I I would agree that generally people would be uh, leaning towards finding their purpose in life, like regardless of whoever you are. So that was a key thought that at least for me, and then. I, I liked it. Like, it it formed I think how how I uh, how I view like people now. So that's I guess the reason for it. Okay, so you're at you're at home, right? Do you have beer at home? Because I think we need a beer for this next part. <laughs> <laughs> we're about, I'm be honest. No. Because we're talking about like purpose and all of that. So. Like, do you have a beer at home, or or you don't have a beer, or something? Get fresh out, fresh, fresh. <laughs> okay, I will join you in this journey of being dry and discussing life without beer. Okay, so we're talking about purpose, meaning, and all of that, right? And okay, when was the first time, or how old were you when you asked yourself that question? Like, what is the again? Not maybe not necessarily what the meaning of life is, but what what am I here for, or 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 what am I doing, or or, or something like that? That that type of self reflection. Um, yeah. How old were you? Do you remember? Uh, um, I guess it would peak more in. Ah, uh, I guess around first year high school. Wow. Okay. So I guess it would because that's the around the time that, like, I would get into philo things because what do you call it my the the impetus for that is like um the thought of i i guess it's it's a universal thing like to be able to experience something that uh like why is it why are people not people in whatever type of aspect you could think of like at what point so at what point are we all equal there must be a baseline somewhere that that was my whole um, um, thought there must be a baseline. What's the baseline? What are we all? What do we all have in common? So like, that's how it started. And then like, it goes into like, what are you here for? And like, what? Why are we all existing here anyway? So like, it goes into that. Um, yeah. So I, I guess like first year high school was the peak of it. When it started. So. But why did you ask yourself that? Like, why did you ask when are we or what's the baseline of equality for for people? I'm uh, just curious. Like, what what? Uh, bro, I mean, I don't think you're eating breakfast one day and that's what. I mean, there's, there's a, a something or what? Yeah. yeah, there was a tangible. So, like, first year high school is a transition phase. Um, more so for me because my grade school was one non graded. Uh, uh 
so from a non-graded school coming into a graded high school more so uh it was ateneo so it was a different uh environment for me so i guess different people also so uh, it triggered that's a part like oh uh uh i saw the differences like i didn't really notice it back then uh in my old school so but here in the new environment it was more apparent so uh, that's what's that's how it got started so, oh okay like, why well, that's the only reason so yeah so that shift to a uh, new environment in high school so like if i ask you right now like in terms of the philosophical side of it when do you think we're all equal or at what aspect are we all equal at? <laughs> interesting we're uh, I think for all, I, I don't know if it's a cop-out answer, but like, I think we're all equal. It's just that we don't think that we're equal. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that objectively we are. Like if I, uh, if I boil it down, like uh, one one key thing that like at least what I realize is the 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 main superpower of any person is choice. That's it. That's the main hum- That's the main superpower. Nobody can take that away from you, really. Even 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 if you were like forced to, you can still not do it. There's yeah. just a consequence for Correct. it. You still have the choice for it. Yeah. You still choose to do it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like even if there's a gunpoint in your head, you can yeah, say exactly. I was gonna the say consequence is you're dead. Yeah. yeah. So it's really that. So uh, it's choice at the very fundamental of it. Like we are human because we choose and our choosing is our ability to choose is what makes us equal. Like we're not beholden to just like instincts. Oh, naalala ko yung the one poem. So like I'm I'm going on tangent already, but I remember sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. The, the one poem that like my Phil, like my Filipino teacher made us read, Apocalypse. So like it talked about like uh, these uh, sets of people that are like um, I don't remember the exact situation, but then the situations. So like one was like uh, an infomaniac, one was a glutton, and then one, I don't remember the last one. But main, mainly the main takeaway of that is the apocalypse doesn't happen when the world ends. It happens when our humanity ends. And when does our humanity end? When our ability to choose disappears. So like when we're nothing more but like responding to stuff, it's just like automatic you're not thinking you're not choosing you're not deciding another tangent to it is that humanity lies in the like the space between response stimuli and response so it's that it's that small gap that's where you reside because like if that's not there it's just you're you're just like uh, a machine automatically moving yeah so just that Wow. Okay, but I agree with you about the whole equality part because when you look at how society is, right? 
um, we have different economic classes, right? You have the 1%, the ultra-rich, the rich, the upper middle class, the middle class, the lower middle class, the masses, and, and whatnot. But I like your, your when you said that what makes us all equal is the ability of choosing. Because technically, no matter what we do, it's always a choice. Like what you said, right? Like even if there's a gun point to your head and you still choose to do what the person with the gun says, it's still a choice. Hmm. Even choosing not to make a choice is a choice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. Right? Like what you said, like if you choose to be like a cog in the machine, that's still the choice. Hmm. It's also about questioning after. Because of course, you can make that initial choice, right? Of, okay, I choose to be a part of the cog. You know, I'm sorry, a part of the machine as a cog. And every day, like what you said, you just, for example, wake up, you fix a wrench or whatever, you sleep, that's it. But I still think every day that's still a choice, though. Hmm, yeah, it is. Choosing to be a part of the machine. Even if you're lied to for the rest of your you, you still technically, so like, you still chose it in a way that you chose to trust. So it's still all choice. Like, you can, you can deny everything you want if you willed it to be. All choice. It's just differing in consequence. And with regard to social class, like yeah. like when I thought about it, like it's resources afford you more choices. That's it. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, let's look at healthcare, for example. If you're part of the one percent, money's not a problem. It's nothing. Which is the funniest thing, right? When you're ultra rich, money is nothing. When you're ultra poor, money is nothing to. If you look at it that way, but that's true. Like the richer you are, or the more power you have, the more choices or options you have to to make those um choices on. So like, okay, I want to ask you something because there are people out there who don't who I would like to categorize, but you know I, I could I don't want to sound like I'm being one of those academic snuffs or or whatnot. But they just don't want to think. Oh. In what sense? Like, for example, um, let's say, for example, like even for voting for president, for example, mm. when you ask him, oh, why are you voting for this person? Like, for example, let's say we're talking, right? Let's say you're voting for candidate A and voting for candidate B. I would ask you, so John, why, are you, why do you like candidate A so much? I think you'd be the type to tell me why, right? Mm. And vice versa, if you ask me the same question, I'll say, but you know how there are some people when we ask them that question, they just don't want to think. They're just like, oh, because I got it done. Like, it's like a, you know, so why do you think there are people out there where for them it's like, I don't want to think, I just want to work, go home, sleep, play basketball or whatever hobbies they have, and that's it. I think, though, like, um, at least my take on it is that yeah. it's not that they don't want to think. It's just that it's not a priority for them to think about that particular thing. So, like, given that context, so if you're, um, uh, so, uh, say, say for example that that voting aspect, if, uh, based on priority and impact of that action, I don't think that action would yield much impact to me. Why should I allot thinking capacity to it? So I'm, I'm. At least I'm fairly sure that those people would be allocating their thinking elsewhere. Things that are of priority and impact them the most. So 
at least that's what I think. They just reallocate. It's not that they don't want to think. So like, okay, so so I get that. Um, because you know how, and I don't want to get political by naming whatever, right? But this is more of like, obviously here, vote buying is an issue, right? It oh. always has, hopefully it won't always will be, but it is a current, it, not really current, but it, it's been happening for a while. And you know how people are like, and this is where I, I, I see like, where class plays a, a role in, right? Where oh. those who are living a good life or a comfortable life minimum, they judge those who accept the money, whether it's 100, 500, 1,000, whatever to vote by, right? They're like, oh, you know, you accepting that 1,000 pesos divided by six years, it only comes out to, I don't even know what 1,000 divided by six years is, whatever that amount is, right? But the thing is, going back to your point, but what if the person's hungry and that 1,000 pesos could give them, let's say, three days worth of food, right? Uh, why would they say no to that? You're given a 1K that can give you food for three days. How can you judge someone choosing to survive? Because I guess the number one instinct of man is to survive, right? No matter what. Yeah. Right? So, so yeah, I, I get your point about how maybe for certain people with different situations, different ways of life or or things like that, how maybe politics as the example here may not truly impact them directly maybe or not as immediate as other things would hmm. you know like for example let's say um you know deciding who to vote for president versus rice is going to increase by like 50 pesos or something of course for them the rice one will be the number one thing they're thinking about because that impacts them almost immediately. Even as early as a minute later, because if you're gonna buy rice in the grocery and it's 50 pesos more expensive, <laughs> that means you have less things to, you know, with whatever budget you have, you have less to buy. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. It's but I guess how do you make people care though? That's the next thing. Because I I always felt that discussing philosophy, discussing meaning, discussing politics, discussing all these other application. Yeah, all, all those things aren't really applicable to other people because it's okay, like for us, right? We live, I would say, decent lives. I don't think we're part of the 1%, but we have enough time to really think about these things mm. and to analyze. Yeah, so sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Ah, no. Uh, Sorry, like I completely agree with your point. Like I remember one thing, like I don't know where I read it, where like philosophy is a is a luxury of the rich. Like yeah. <laughs> you can't afford to like think think about shit. Like like, think of the, um, like okay, was there ever a poor philosopher that was famous? I can't think of any. There were poor scientists. I mean, Tesla was a poor scientist, <laughs> but I can't think of a legitimate poor philosopher. Can can you think of one? I, I can't. I really can't. I, I, I also oh, right? not come to mind. Because like okay, when you look at like Rome and Rome, right? Plato and all those guys, they were like, they weren't really rich, but they were taken care of because Roman society considered them to be like the not really backbone, but like important. Like these people can't starve. These people can't think of food. They just need to think about what does life mean. What is the um, what is dystopia or what is a philosopher king and all of those things? 
right? I can't think of a poor philosopher at all. Even um, what's his name? The guy who wrote The Prince, Machiavelli. I think he wasn't poor. Yeah, 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 that one. He wasn't poor. So yeah, you're right. Philosophy is the subject for people who are rich because they have the privilege to, you know, they can just sit down and think, what is the meaning of life? Well, why do people make these kinds of actions and all of that? I agree. Well, I call it. I'm just trying to tie it into like, yeah. like I think the explicit action of it like would be like applicable for the rich, but like the experience of it is I guessing a more universal thing. At least that's my thought. Like uh, I imagine that like every single person would have thought like why am I here at least once in their lives in their life right I'm, I'm pretty sure like the ex- experiencing self-reflection and thinking about life uh even in fleeting moments I think would be a universal thing though the subject of going into it and I guess expressing it more and expounding on it would be the luxury. You can't afford really time to it if you don't have resources. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I think I agree with you that even just once in your life, you wonder, why am I here? Right? I mean, when you look at the science aspect about when you were like racing to your mom's egg and all of that, um, there has to be at least once you wonder why did I win that race? Like, what is my purpose here? Victor Frankl. Exactly. Like, what, what is the purpose of all of this? And I want to ask you that. Like, when you first had that moment of wondering why I'm here, what was your answer? Or what was the answer you thought of or discovered or, or whatnot? Oh, oh. Uh, I went back and forth on that, I think. Because I didn't really have an answer to it, like, oh, I'm here because of this. Um, uh, I guess uh, it's that, uh, like, being is a continuous action, like, being here, like, being is a continuous action that you do. Um, uh, But I guess it helped me to... Like think of I, I like wanting to learn more about things. It uh, that type of thinking helped me to like, be more open about things and learn about things. I guess so. I guess that's, that's my answer to it. <laughs> why I'm here. Just to experience life. That's it. How I see it is, okay, so as I get you, but how I see it that there's really no legitimate answer, but it's more on, but it's more on purpose. Because how I see purpose is, it's not something that is permanent for, per se, but it's more of what you give importance to. So that that's your purpose. Like, for example, um, so the example I have is more of a sports one. Um, so I'm not, I'm not really sure if you watch NBA or, or things like that, 
Do you watch basketball? Mm, not really, no. <laughs> so basically, there's this coach. Um, so there's this one really good player. His name is Allen Iverson. And oh. he was such a oh. headache, the coach. Like, such a headache because he was like a... Of course, um, the star player. He felt that he was better than everyone and all of that. So that's player A or person okay. A. Person B is that basically your typical boomer, the coach. Oh who's more militaristic, he wants you to do things his way, things like that. Long story short, they clashed, it never worked out, they never won a championship together. Mm-hmm. Allen Iverson never won a championship. This coach wanted a different team, a team that followed him. Very militaristic, right? Very military-like. And his one regret in life was, he said, I believe that my purpose on this earth was to coach Allen Iverson and bring him a title basically so that's how he when when he said that i was like i think that's it it's about mm-hmm. where we put value in it in life what do we value what do we feel needs to have a meaning and a purpose and how do we seek it till the end until it's quote unquote complete oh. there are some purposes that sorry to, to before you before you know like for scientists for example uh-huh. Einstein, the last 30 years of his life, was working on one theory, but it, he never broke it, and he died without ever breaking it. But that was his purpose, that I need to break this. But since I said that purpose is never infinite, it's finite, he died because he's human. Mm. Right, yeah. Sorry, sorry you were going to say something? Oh, no. we're, we're meaning makers. Okay. Yeah. We're, we, we, me. Oh, wait, I think that was... Not sure where I picked that up. It's like uh, you, you, you make the purpose, right? As you said, like we we create the purpose, we create our purpose. Yeah, which makes us very complicated, I guess, in that sense. I mean, <laughs> okay, like how are humans simple in the sense that we want certain things or we think of certain things? How? how what do I mean by that? like survival our number one instinct right um then we want certain things like we want to have a nice car a nice house a nice family all those things but we're also very complicated because we complicate things with feelings because like for example okay like in terms of work for example like if we look if we follow everything by the book if you do your work well you get promoted you get more money you get more power you get more ability to choose buy nice things and all of that but even with work people even if our hr gives us like these sheets to to grade people or to evaluate people without um any sort of uh what's the term for that when you put like a bias towards something yeah maybe you could just use bias there's a way better word but i can't think of it right now there's always feeling towards it right like for example let's say we're office mates you and i right um, if by the book, I think you're great, you do your job great and all of that. But let's say, for example, Mikey, I just like Mikey more. And let's say he does, let's say same level, you guys are the same level. But I would pick him to be promoted because of a personal bias. Right? So even if we try as hard as we can to not be human in that sense, we can never take that element out of personal bias, of choice, of feelings. 
agree. Like, I remember what my philo prof told us then. The true objective reality is the one wherein you include subjectivity. Because you can't really take that off. You like as much as you want, as much as you want to hide behind all of the like abstract numbers or data. It's it it would all have its subjective uh, stance leaning yeah. in some way. Like even with data right now, like you have <laughs> bias stored like, sample size. So because of that, so subjectivity in all aspects like that's the true objective reality it's kind of like how when a mom has several kids and she tells her i don't have favorites <laughs> but you know jennifer is the favorite or something like that right yeah and like even parents they're like oh i have no favorite but they do though <laughs> personal bias, right? Do you have siblings? No, I don't. Only child. Hence the you are the favorite. <laughs> Imagine have how no much choice. life would suck if you're an only child and you're still not the favorite. <laughs> it's kind of like, damn, what are you doing wrong in life? Right? You're the only kid that no one likes you or you're not the favorite or, or whatever, right? Yeah, I, I, I remember like, well, like when people... Like when I tell people that I'm an only child, and then they tell, they ask me like, "Oh, isn't it like lonely being an only child?" I was like, and I always say like, "I I don't know. I have no benchmark. I've been an only child all my life, so like, I don't know what it means to have siblings." <laughs> but you have cousins though, right? Uh, I do. I do. Are they all only kids too? Oh no, no. Yeah, but like. Like you I, never ask them, hey, how was it having a brother or a sister, y'all? Like, you never asked that? No, weirdly enough, I didn't. I didn't. That's kind of weird, man. <laughs> you have to admit that that's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is like, I didn't. I didn't ask. Like, like, like how could you never ask that, though? I don't know. I, it, no, do, you have, like, okay, do you have like a crazy amount of cousins? No, only a small amount. Like, how many first cousins do you have? Yes, I think. Either. Not sure. Not like 20. No. For sure not 20. Okay. But because my, my, my wife actually, she's an only child. And I asked her that question, don't you ever feel lonely? She said, I never felt lonely because I have like a crazy amount. And she does have like a crazy amount of cousins. Like crazy. Like crazy amount. I mean, not like 100. But I think they're like 20. Like that's a crazy amount for me. Like to have that many cousins. Yeah, yeah. Like she even knows up to her fourth cousin. Like who does that? I, I also. Like second, third, third kind of kind of like oh yeah. <laughs> I kind of know Mark, you know. <laughs> but like fourth is like oh, who's that? You know what's up? So okay, so okay, so you know we're talking about. Um, people, feelings, and all of that. So I want to ask you right now, like, and I don't know if you ever thought of this or you have an answer for it or or whatnot, but what for you is the meaning of life? Mm. And don't say like it's about choices or whatever, like, but what's the ultimate meaning? Like, what's the whole purpose of life? 
Truthfully, I think it's really just to experience it. Like, at, 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 like for me, that's just really the base of it. Like, um, I can't think of like, uh, like, um, like, it's just really that. Like, it, it can't be, because uh, everything else would be a social construct. I think, like when you say that, like, oh, okay, I'm here to be able to uh, do this uh, better. So, like, what's better? Uh, yeah, that's just my thought on it. It's just like for you to be able to live, experience living right, with other people. I guess. Yeah. No, actually, that 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 makes a lot of sense. Like. I, I guess sometimes as, as humans, right, we, we tend to overthink things. We, we tend to to think too much when you shouldn't, that that makes sense. And I agree. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, so like with life, like what you were saying, that life is more about experiencing it. You, you know, like, for example, like, you know how there are people who just travel to experience different cultures, to experience different food? And, and things like that. And it also goes back to what you give meaning and purpose to in that sense. Hmm. Because, okay, like for example, John, for example, let's say you have as much money as Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg, for example, that crazy amount of money. But unlike them, you don't need to think about your company. Like hmm. whatever happens, even if you don't show up in the office, you will never lose the company, you will never lose money. Like it's it will always be there. What's the first thing you would do? First thing? I guess, I guess travel, like experience more. Cause like, I haven't been out as much. Yeah, like uh, you, you've, you've traveled before, before, right? Like abroad. Yeah, only like twice. <laughs> well, okay. Like what yeah. the countries you went to? Oh, the... First one, uh, no, three. And then the two of that was actually not of my own volition, but a requirement. So only okay. once ever. Okay, so how about the first, the two, the two that were forced? What, what was the, what, what countries were those? Oh, um, uh, just US and Singapore. That's, it. That's not bad, man, for like not choosing. <laughs> I mean, no, but. <laughs> I was expecting like you know like East Timor or something. You know what I mean? Like, you was in Singapore. That sounds pretty privileged. Okay, so that was not out of your own volition. And what was the the the, the third one? That was your choice. Oh, Vietnam. Sorry. Vietnam. Okay. Why though? Okay, like why haven't you really traveled? I'm, I'm just curious. If you don't mind me asking. I didn't really. It didn't. Uh, it didn't seem. I guess as important, like, um, it didn't seem as important, I guess. That's the main thing. Cause like, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, it's, I guess only after the, another podcast, like, uh, you listen to Hidden Brain, like only after Hidden Brain. Yeah. So, 
only after the episode of Shankar for the like the when he told about the hedonistic cycle. So I'm like, oh okay, maybe I can give experiences a chance. So like I tried traveling. That's the only reason for it. <laughs> so is there like a fear of like not maybe not a fear, but is there like a hesitation to experience new things for you? I guess um so it's not I guess I guess it's more of prioritization. So like right now, like like I would say that my brain is in the future. So like I I budget all of my inflows as much as to the T. Uh, so, so it forces me to think, okay, what do I allocate resources to? So like, uh, I never considered that as an essential thing. So I only tried it, only at that point. Okay, so let's try it. Primarily because of like workload uh, stuff. So something to be able to manage the workload. Oh, okay. Let's try that if it will help. It's the only reason. Before then, I didn't really give importance to it. But now I see the benefit of it. I mean, you went to Vietnam, right? That was the one that you chose. What, what, which uh, city? Ah, Hanoi. Hanoi, right. I've never been. I've been to Ho Chi Minh, but Hanoi here is very beautiful. Like, I, I kind of get you um, about new experiences. I mean, as a kid, I was afraid to travel because of 9-11. I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, um, I mean, that's pretty traumatic, man. I mean, I was a kid and I was like, what the fuck's happening, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, after you get to experience it, you, you kind of realize that, yes, there is always a danger to everything. I mean, just riding a grab, there's already a certain amount of danger, right? Like a certain percentage of car accidents or whatnot and all that. But I guess that's the one thing I appreciate about traveling is when you meet new people and you experience new cultures and how they see things like like for example vietnam like um i love that country by the way uh when you go there in the burmans like november december it's always raining we for don't. some reason i i don't know <laughs> then the food is excellent but like the culture in itself i guess like indochina in itself you know vietnam cambodia thailand they're like the Philippines, but way more respectful, I guess. Mm. In the sense that, okay, like their their version of like the whole, you know, the the elder thing is doing this. Yeah. Like they always do that. Like always. You know what I mean? And I just feel that because, okay, how I see culture and because I'm a, I'm a food guy, right? I super love. Um, it's like culture, religion, food are always connected. Like when it comes to those really deeply um, religious countries, food is not like a luxury or a, or something to be sinful about, if that makes sense. Like, you know how, for example, in French or Italian cooking, it's very rich, right? The food, mm. very rich, teaching the butter, the, the duck fat and all of that. But when it comes to like countries like Vietnam or Thailand, food is good tasting. It's, it's awesome to taste. But it's not sinful. It, it, it has like a purpose, like we, what we mentioned here, where it's to keep you full, to give you energy and all of that. And if you notice, unlike in the Philippines, their food is very well balanced. Yeah. Like they don't eat rice three times a day. 
You yeah. probably have it at most once a day. Right? They may have noodles or some sort of bread or some sort of root crop, but not rice three times a day. Mm. And a lot of their food is like in stews or steamed or whatever. Unlike here, where everything <laughs> needs to have rice. Like I don't know a single person not named Palo Aguas who could eat adobo without rice. <laughs> I've eaten it with bread, and I think it's pretty good. People find it weird, but I think it, it does the job. Have you tried adobo with bread, by the way? No, I haven't. It's pretty, it's not bad. Like a dinner roll, you 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 just cut it open and you use it. Yeah, not bad, not bad. People find it weird, but it's not bad. <laughs> but it, it does get the job done. It's also like, same. It kind of meets the purpose, I guess. <laughs> okay, so you, you went to Vietnam, then, wait, why did you go to the US and Singapore? Was that for school or for work? Uh, the both so like the oh, okay. us one was for school the singapore one was for work oh. okay not bad not bad okay fair enough okay so you, you mentioned that you have like an end goal that you're aiming for right? that's why you reallocate resources which is i guess money and all that and i don't want to ask you what it is but is it something that you will see in the next few years or is it something that you'll see after like you retire i mean like how long term of a goal is it just a, just a few years like i uh my planning horizon is not that far into the retirement oh point. but nice though like in a few years okay like, but how long have you been like saving for this I, again I, you don't need to give details about what it is or whatnot but like how long have you been like you know planning it saving for it and, and all of that um so i guess it's an ongoing thing so like okay um, more like big chunks of like uh, items to plan for. So like my first one after college was postgrad, so I had to plan for that. Save up for it. What resources remain uh, postgrad? So next one, uh, next goal. So still the same uh, process of like allocating budgeting. I have my file. So so just that like. Uh, yeah, I just didn't consider travel then. So yeah, of course. I mean, you know, when you have certain goals in life, um, some things like what you said aren't really important. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, compared to what the, the purpose or what the goal is. Uh, so yeah, it does make sense to me. I mean, like, okay, like on my end, one thing I don't really understand is sneaker culture, for example. I don't get it. Like, for me, shoes are shoes. Ah. Uh, Sorry, are you into sneakers? No, no. I don't oh, either. Like, when they're like, oh, wow, that's like, for, for example, I'm going to make up something, right? That's like the Jordan green whatever. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like for me, shoes are meant to be worn. Um, eventually, they will break because you use them a lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just don't see the value of it, but a lot of people do. Um, Jenny clothes as well. Okay, so like, for example, um, if you're into, let's say, a good suit, that, that's a different thing, right? Mm-hmm. But what if we're talking about, let's say, Supreme, where it's like a, like a normal shirt like this, they just put the Supreme logo, then it's worth like 50K. I don't see the, I mean, I don't get that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, a good you can get a good suit for fifty k thousand pesos. 
you know, the, the, the material's good, the tailoring's good and all that. And a good suit lasts you a decade minimum. Hmm. But a shirt like this with a Supreme logo <laughs> will last you at most 10 years before it starts breaking apart, right? Not even 10, maybe five before it starts breaking apart. Then the the print wears off. So I guess there's certain things about where people value or what people value and what they're willing to, to work for, to save for, to reallocate for, and all of those things. So, John, I just want to ask you one more thing uh, because I don't want to keep you for, for too long uh, for this episode. But, you know, thank you for being here and all that. So, what do you call this? So, with this, you know, um, okay, this question is going to be quite difficult. So okay. I'm just going to be honest, okay, because I've had, you know, a lot of many different guests here. So I've had people who all many, you know, different walks of life. Um, last year, was it last year? Yeah, I think it was last season or two seasons ago. I had different candidates who were running, who were guests, you know, they were just talking about their belief systems and all that. I've had people who, what do you call us, who are into comic books. I've had people who... I think you're the first one into really anime, by the way. Um, <laughs> I have to review each and every episode for that. Basically, yeah. I've had different people, you know, different walks of life, different belief systems and all of that. But I want to ask you, like, for those who are going to watch this on um, Facebook and Spotify, um, what, like, what's your message for them? Like, after I watch this episode, what is something that you would want them to take home with them? Everything will be well in the end. If it's not well, it's not the end. Okay, I mean, <laughs> that, that's pretty good, yeah. Okay, well, that, that makes sense, that, that, yeah. Okay, I actually like that, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, John, thank you for um, being here. Now, I don't want to keep you for too long. It's a Saturday, um, it's gonna be 2024. Oh, th this episode is gonna get dated. It's actually, this episode is gonna be for next season and all of that, but that's okay. But anyway, um, since I already dated it anyway. So John, uh, you know, for those who are watching and all of that, um, do you have any um, like socials where they can follow you or, or things like that? Do you have any plugins you want to say or things like that? I, I, I'm a <laughs> very private person. It's all right. Okay. I'm a nomad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no worries. But John, thank you so much for being here. Uh, take care. And yes, yeah, stay safe. Thank you, John. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thanks, John. All right. Bye, John. Bye-bye.